Metuneter Volume 4, The Alsarian Resurrection, The Initiate's Daily Meditation Guide. Beginning on page 41, part 1. 43, chapter 1. Objective of the book. Union with God through the realization of your divine self. This, in this book, you will find detailed step-by-step instructions that will lead you to one, the realization of your union with God, and two, the realization of your divine self. You cannot unite with God unless you transcend the human stage any more than you would expect to be a part of the adult community if you have not transcended the childhood stage. This is a fundamental fact that has escaped many religious and spiritual systems. They saturate their followers with teachings about being one with God, but fail to give instructions on how to transcend the early and primitive spiritual stage, the human. The work will be focused on the realization of your divine self and union with God will be the effect. Importance of the Union with God The importance of understanding that you must unite with God cannot be taken for granted. There are presently 400 million Buddhists in the world. It is a spiritual system that does not acknowledge nor reject the existence of God. And although they are closer to the divine ideal than many other religions, as seen by their living of peace and goodwill to all men and living things, they have cut themselves off from receiving direct assistance from God. An analogy will assist the understanding of why union with God is necessary. No matter how perfect a soldier's skills are, he cannot accomplish as much as any army. No matter how spiritual a man or a group is, it cannot influence the spirit that unites and controls all beings in the world, the spirit of God. A major goal of spiritual development is to be able to influence the events in your life and the life of your group through your own spirit. Yet, there are things and people in this world that will always lie outside of the influential scope of your spirit. On the other hand, all things and people reside in God's spirit and God's consciousness resides in the being of all men. Help from God is not automatic. It must be earned. The divine plan. Some people do not know that they can and must trust earn. Some people do not know and they can and must earn God's help. Others know others know it, but have not been taught the proper way of gaining it. The proper way is the initiation instructions that lead to man's divinity. The reason it is embedded in the divine plan, as revealed in the book of knowing the transformations of Ra and overthrowing Apep, see Metuneter Volume 3, where this book is discussed in length. Yes, God created the world so it can experience life, not as a spectator from the outside, but as a participant in the world. Man is its vehicle for living in the world. 
but the man must have perfected her divinity for this to take place. It is a win-win scenario. Realize your divinity and God realizes its plan by being able to experience life through you and you get to accomplish all of your goals on earth by sharing in God's infinite wisdom and spiritual power and to achieve your heavenly goal, eternal life. This is the foundation of the Alsarian religion. Man was made to survive and flourish, not only through this mental and physical prowess. His chief faculty is the spirit as it is the intermediary between the will, the initiator of all events, and the physical world. All events in the world, your body and social life, are directly controlled by the spirit and the spirit is directly controlled by you, the will. The Alsarian Initiation Process The Objective The objective of the Alsarian Initiation is to place the image of your divine self, Alsar, into your mind. The above figure shows us that physical events, psychological, and social manifestations are directly controlled by the life force, which is in turn controlled by the contents of the mind, which are directly controlled by the will self. This is the chain of the command. The life force is the lower active respect, active aspect of the spirit. The effect that images have on our life force is well known to most people. Imagine that you are in a place that you enjoy and you feel joyful and good. Imagine that you are failing at a critical task in your life and you feel bad and ill. The self-image. The most important image in man's mind is the image that he identifies with as his self. The self-image determines a person's capabilities and vulnerabilities in life. Everyone starts out life with the human self-image. It is an image of self that represents the early stage of man's life that is based on the earthly part of being. The word human, the word human is a contraction of hummus, which means earth, especially the black fertile soil. The, and man. This early or lower or earthly part of being is based on the animal instincts and concrete mind in man. By their very nature, these faculties cannot lead man to surmount the challenges of life. Identifying with the human part of being is identifying with emotionality and sensuality and the lower concrete mind, which are blind as the chief guides to, as the chief guides to conduct. We all know that the human identity is extremely limited and is the source of errors or sin in life. We lay all of our and criminal acts on our humanness 
but the human is nothing more than an image of self that has been built out of our identification and the early stage of growth and man's lower part of being. It is analogous to define the adult by the characteristics of the child, defining a university by a grade school curriculum and students and so on. The demise of comedic culture gave rise to a worldwide definition of man based on the early stage and lower part of his being. The divine self-image, Alsar. We have seen that images have the ability to call up energies, emotions, sensations, desires, and thoughts, i.e. the effects of the mind over the life force, which is the controller of physical events. Thoughts control, life force which controls psychological and social events. Of the two types of thoughts, verbal and images, the latter, especially the self-image, is the chief controllers of the life force. The important thing to realize about images is that they are the embodiment of a set of verbal thoughts. This is very important to realize for the purpose of understanding the self-image. The human and the divine self-images are embodiments of a collection of verbal thoughts. This is another way of saying that the self-image is made up of all the things that you say about yourself, about man, about life, and so on. A set of ideas defined, self-image which controls, life force, hence life events. The set of ideas that make up the human self-image portray man as essentially and naturally emotional, sensual, and identifies him with his physical body and concrete mind. This set of factors must result in a life of errors, suffering, and sin. They ensure a negative life. Ensuring a positive life. To ensure a positive life, you must make sure that your life force is maintained in a vital and harmonious state. This depends, as we have seen, on the self-image that controls it, which in turn depends on the set of ideas that define who and what kind of being we are and so on. We must therefore replace the ideas that define our human self-image with ideas that will ensure vitality and harmony, oneness within and without our persons, and the life force. We must replace the ideas about ourselves that were derived from the earthly part of our being with ideas that are derived from our heavenly spiritual part of being. These ideas are the 11 laws of God that reside in the divine spirit of man and God. Nature of the Divine Law in Pout Neturu. Many religious systems speak of divine laws. The majority have portrayed the laws as commandments or admon- admonitions or rules of life. This was not the case with the comedic understanding of the law Ma'at. Ma'at must be understood in the same manner as is done with the laws of nature, chemical reactions, physics, electronics, etc. Let's look at an example. 
E equals MC squared is the formula for Einstein's law of relativity. The three components of the law, energy, E, mass, M, and velocity, C, form a closed circuit that is a circle or unit or whole. In other words, this law relates the expression of these three components to each other in a way that is unique to it. The relationship of these three defines the amount of energy, the mass of the object, and its velocity to each other. It is exactly what we find in geometry. The angles of a triangle, for example, add up to 180 degrees. If one angle measures 50 and another 30, then the third must measure 100. Increase the 50 degree angle by five and you must decrease one or the other two accordingly. In the same way, if you know the energy of an object and its velocity, then you can find its mass. You can learn about any of the three through what is given about the other two. This is what is meant by lawful behavior, a circle, a closed system. It is this closed system way of thinking in which a set of interrelated factors define each other, relativity. It is the foundation of divine law, ma'at. It is nothing more or less than basing one's thinking on the laws, the interconnectedness that frames all things in the world. The 11 laws that make up the Pout Netru, comedic tree of life, are 11 interrelated factors that make the divine or Osarian self-image of man and of God. The 11 laws together make up a circle a closed circuit in the same manner as the elements of a polygon, as the statements that make up the laws of relativity, motion, thermodynamics, gravity, etc. There are not rules or commandments. In reality, the 11 laws are the components of one law, ma'at. They are the effect shaping factors of the vitality and harmony of the spirit Ra. The 11 laws are integral components of one law because like the angles and sides of a right triangle or the three components of the law of relativity, the validity or value of each law is determined by their relationship to each other and to the whole. The whole, the one law, that is man is a divine being, the image of God, because the shaping factors of his, her being are the same 11 laws that make up God's being. Let's take a brief look. The statement that unifies all of the 11 laws is, Man is a divine being because his or her being is composed of the same 11 laws as God's being. The laws are embodied in the 11 Neturu that make up the Pout Neturu as one entity. The Pout Neturu is Ra, God's, and man's Holy Spirit, and each of the 11 Neturu are its faculties. Netur and Law Zero Amen Law Man is essentially peaceful by nature. Her natural response to challenges is peace. Netter 1. Ausar. Law. Man is one with God. 
all men and all things in the universe. 2. Tehuti. The will of man must be one with the will of God in order to achieve success. 3. Seker. Man's destiny, personal life plan, is an integral part of the divine plan. When they are both observed, true holistic success will follow. 4. Ma'at. Man's purpose is to be the vehicle of God in the world. When she thus becomes the, the purpose of creation will be fulfilled and man will achieve true holistic success. 5. Herukahuti. Man will receive divine protection by fulfilling the 11 laws of God. 6. Heru. Man has been endowed with free will, freedom to choose his, his destiny, but it depends on compliance with the 11 laws. 7. Hetheru. What is imagined by a God-realized man or woman will manifest in the world. 8. Sebek. When all of man's reasons for being are based on the 11 laws, his words will have the power of manifesting his will through his divine self-image. 9. Auset. Trance empowered by man's devotion to realize her divinity will empower her mind over physical matter. 10. Geb. All things in the physical realm are under the control of the upper faculties of the spirit, Auset, on up. And this, all earthly events are effects of causes that have their origin in God and man's self. In addition to all earthly things are transitory. Many of these laws are known to many as spiritual principles. Yet people have not benefited from them because they have not been arranged in the hierarchical, supplementary, and complementary relationships as organized by the pout tree. Complementary organization of the laws deep study of the pout will show that any two neturu whose numbers add up to 10 are complementary 0 and 10 1 and 9 2 and 8 etc complementary relationships of the laws governing governing these opposites provides the details which is left out in taoism for example on the balancing of heaven and earth. Although peace, amen, is man's essential and natural response to challenge, it does not mean that he must live a life that is devoid of emotion. 10. Jeb. One is allowed. Joy. 2. Tehuti. Wisdom. Divine in intuition. Must be balanced by 8. Sebek earth-derived information. The freedom of the will, six, Heru, must be balanced by the law, four, Ma'at, etc. Hierarchical Organizations of the Laws The laws are numbered from zero to ten, zero being the primary and foundation of all laws. It states through its geometric framework, that peace is the support of all other laws and that they in turn lend in their support. But the laws must be placed into the mind following the order of the 
tree of life because the hierarchical order is also based on the dependency of each law on its preceding law. Oneness cannot be achieved if there is no peace in the person. I cannot be one with someone that I fear or hate and so on. On the other hand, peace depends on nothing more than one's personal experience. All emotional states except peace diminish one's ability to see clearly, think correctly, and if strong or protracted will derange health. This is why peace, shalom, shalom, nirvana, hatep, and so on, and its chief means of induction, meditation, has been accorded the highest place in all spiritual traditions. Further study will show that the dependency of all laws to peace and to each other. We will take this up in the meditation exercises that will be given in the initiation program. Supplementary Organization of the Laws You will notice that some netter are on the same level with others, 2 and 3, 4 and 5, 7 and 8. These are polar, positive and negative relationships of the same principles. They also include the relationships between 6 and 1 and 6 and 9. These geometric relationships play the same role that is seen in Eludican so-called geometry. In reality, qualitative logics and true geometry and trigonometry, quantitative logic. They support the logical reasoning with the statements of the laws that goes into building the divine self-image. The true import of this will be seen in the fact that logic is law applied to thinking. The world logic the word logic comes from the Greek legine, which means logic, law, legal, etc. Logic is the application of rules that establish a legal connection between ideas. You must remember that eventually the 11 divine laws that you will place into your mind through the initiation process will build the divine self-image that is going to control your life force. The divine self-image will transfer the laws into your life force to ensure its harmony and vitality and thus its ability to successfully manifest your will. It is said that the world is a universe, meaning a one or uni-verse, one statement. The oneness and harmony of the world is established and maintained by law. Only through observing the laws of the universe can you be one with it and with God. And here ends the reading of chapter 1.